So Jesus is speaking in parables. We've got to understand those images of the parables. The seed that he sows, he says, is the word of the kingdom. Word of the kingdom. So let's talk about what the word of the kingdom is. Uh, one of the most beautiful things in the Bible. <laughs> We're in the Old Testament reading today. So I'm going to repeat it to you. This is the word of the kingdom, and I really want you to take these words very, very close to heart. Okay, everybody in the church, I want you to pay very close attention to these words. They are monumental for you and for me. They're the core and the foundation of our entire faith. This is what the Lord says. He says, It was not because you were more in number than any other people that the Lord set his love upon you and chose you. For you were the fewest of all peoples, but it is because the Lord loves you and is keeping the oath he swore to your fathers that the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you. So this means that regardless if you're a priest, if you're a nun, if you're a leader in a church program, if you're a server, if you're a parish council volunteer, if you know theology more than the person sitting next to you, if you're more wealthy than the person next to you, more successful, if you're healthier, none of these things matter to God. And none of these things are what get his love. What the Lord is saying is that regardless of every single qualification that any of us in this church have, wipe all that off the slate. The Lord says, I love you because I love you. And that's it. You didn't earn it. You didn't do anything to get it. I'm doing this intentionally because I'm crazy about you. And this is what real love is. This is the word of the kingdom. This is the seed that is sown into our hearts, which is why all of us are here right now. Because we're responding to that. We always want to respond to that. We always want to be generous back with God and bear fruits with that love. Respond with it. Oftentimes things get in the way, which is why this parable is here. Right? Jesus is saying, here, is a, here are the things that get in the way. And we'll talk about those. But most importantly, for you and for me, the Lord sets the tone. He plays the first hand. You know, he plays the cards first. And he says, I love you. And if you're ever wondering how to get to other people and let them let their guards down and bring them back to the faith, it's you imitate the Lord. That's what love is. You're not benefiting, not to benefit anything, not to gain anything, not to say, oh, they were nice to me, they were mean to me when I did this and that. No, it's to love them purely. That's the word of the kingdom, brothers and sisters. That's it. And so let's look at what's keeping us from the... From, from really allowing that word to bear fruit and to uh, allow it to grow and spread throughout. And the first obstacle that Jesus says is the most, I think, misunderstood one. And the irony is that Jesus says, this is those who do not understand. But actually, we don't even understand what that means. So let's look at what Jesus says in this very gospel. He talks about what it means to understand. I'm going to quote. So the first time he gave the parable, and then he explained it later, there was something in the middle. This is what he says. When the, when the disciples said, why do you speak to them in parables? He said, as Isaiah says, you shall indeed hear, but never understand. You shall indeed see, but never perceive. These people's hearts are hardened. What it means when the Lord says understand 
It's when you receive something in love. Let's look at the word knowledge to understand. Adam knew Eve and they bore a son. Now we get what I'm trying to say. Those who refuse to accept that love, those who just harden their hearts, those who think, I can't trust you, God. There's too much going on with my past, my sinfulness, or this happened to somebody I know. How can I trust you? How can I allow my heart to be softened, to let the seed take root in me? And we refuse to understand. Jesus says to St. Faustina, not the sins of others, not the negligence of others is why my heart is hurt. It's because people don't trust me. This is what hurts me the most. They refuse to trust that love and receive it. Those who are hard-hearted, that's the Pharisees, right? They were hard-hearted. They saw every, any and every miracle that the Lord said, the Lord uh, did, and, and they refused him. The second seed that, uh, that fell upon the rocky ground is like those who go on the retreats and they have a great time and they make a commitment and they say, I'm going to write this down in my journal. I'm going to change my life. And then three days later, their friends are like, hey, are you going to church? Hey, are we supposed to go out here? What, what happened to the Lions game this Sunday? What happened to golf? Whatever. And then immediately, because of a little persecution, gazala. This is what gets us removed from the full effect that the Lord's trying to put in us. The third is the seed that fell on the thorn. The thorn is not having to do with sin. The thorn is those who are consumed by concerns of the world and love of riches. They put money and concerns for what they're going to wear tomorrow and how they're going to look and how they present themselves before other people. All these concerns before God. And the Lord is just trying to say, forget all that. I want to penetrate you with this seed. And lastly, the seed that bears... Oh, by the way, before I get to the last one, I want to read to you something. If you're struggling with any of these, or if you know somebody who's struggling, what's your love and what love does to us is this. Okay, I'm going to read to you something. Uh, it's from the book, Consoling the Heart of Jesus. It's a great book. Okay, it's uh, the excerpt. When we go to Jesus, especially to his real presence in the Blessed Sacrament, he fills us with his love and peace. And at the same time, in his great mercy... He silently loosens our grip on our attachments. So when you go to him in your, in your attachments, that's fine. You have attachments, you still go to him. He's going to silently loosen your grip. After some time without us realizing it, he holds what he's just loosened from us. There it is in his beautiful hands, or rather there it is as it's burning up in the flames of his merciful heart. He'll help us to become detached and it'll happen with a certain ease. The example that this author gives, you know, like, I love playing with dogs. I love Father Marcus's dog so much. <laughs> His name is Mac, and he is a hoot, very friendly dog. And uh, when I wrestle with him and play with him, you know, there's that rope, he pulls on it, and you pull back, or you play fetch. What happens when you, you know, want to play fetch with the dog? They bring the ball back, but they won't let go of it. They're like, okay, you want to keep playing, give me the ball, but they won't let go of it. So you start petting their head and making them happy, and then they loosen the grip. That's what the author says. That's what the Lord's love is like. When we come to Him, even with our attachments, even if you're frequently going to confession and you struggle, whatever it might be, the Lord's going to loosen that. Just come to Him as you are. This is the word of the kingdom, and when you receive it, and it bears fruit, and you understand it, now you know what understand means. 
When you understand it, when you receive it, and you're open to it, and you allow it to take root, then you bear incredible fruits. You bear incredible fruits. You change the world a hundredfold, sixtyfold, thirtyfold. This is the goal. And so let's allow us to be penetrated first, right? It's not because of your, any of your accomplishments, your achievements, your resume. Lord doesn't care. Sorry. He's crazy about you because he loves you. Period. When you're before the Lord on your judgment day, you're not going to hold up your degree, you're not going to hold up your bank account, you're not going to hold up your purse. <laughs> you're going to be naked. It's going to be you and you, and that's it. And he's going to look at you. That's the one he loves. And so respond to that now and let him sow that seed in your heart so that we can bear fruit as is intended. Amen.